The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players Lounge, down to one show a week. Hey. <laughs> Because the Cowboys are no it's longer in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. They out of this thing. Here we are. One time to chat, That's talk. craziness. At least another home team lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. the only ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that's what we wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I'm trying to look the bright side. Okay, the bright side. We're not the only home team that has lost in the playoffs. That is silver lining right there. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> I was rooting for the Packers, too. I was, for, I was like, you know, this will make me feel good. Oh, it made me feel a little better anyways. It was rolling a little bit. It made me it feel because it. Because it showed you that it wasn't necessarily just a fluke. Like, we, like yeah, we went out there and we played horrible. But we all know what we thought about San Francisco. Uh, before the mm-hmm. Packers went up there, like they had no shot, and they had a shot yeah, <laughs> to there. win that no. game. It was there. And, so, and I, I mean, it, maybe it sounds cliche now when you say any given Sunday, but I felt like Lafleur again, not for being familiar with him and, and seeing the way that his team has responded to play since letting go, since Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. departed, they're gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a problem mm-hmm. uh, brewing over there. And Jordan Love is is a, is a quality qu- a quarterback, but man, this analytics thing is gonna get somebody fired, bro. Yeah, you. <laughs> analytics is gonna get already s- did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't mean, even mean to look at you when I said that, bro. I, it wasn't even like that, but oh, I don't. I, I just don't understand it. When I that 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 Green Bay game. I just kept telling myself, why is LaFleur doing this? Like, you, you could have won. He could have won that game. Making yeah. the right decisions, getting down the red zone, going for it on fourth and one. That six, those six points cost them. Yeah. Cost them the game. He wasn't the only one. But I don't <laughs> understand. I, you know, we talking about these games. Fourth and, what was it, fourth and five in that game yesterday? Mm-hmm. Buffalo versus Kansas City. Oh. In your own territory. I think it was like on the 30. What, what are you doing, doing, man? Your defense has played decently the entire game. Kick the ball away. You going to go with a fake punt? Fake punt. DeMar Hamlin. Fourth and five. Hamlin. He ain't played all year. Don't Here. touch it, Newt. Don't touch it, Newt. Give him the rock. Give him the rock right there. Let him do- Come on, man. This guy ain't played running back since high school. They're going to put him in a – y'all going to put him a fake punt. You, you had a better off chance of letting Allen go out there and see if they can get it. They're running a fake it's, punt. And it's crazy, too, because if they don't run that fake punt, then they probably don't get that fumble through the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, but it's still a bad decision, right? Because yeah. you don't know that's all about that. Yeah, that, that, that I'm that just like, bad. hey man, your defense hasn't played horrible. Yeah, they caught fire a little bit, but you gotta you gotta still depend on your defense to be able to make a play mm-hmm. at some point. I legit said when they did that fake punt, I said that man's trying to get fired. Yeah. He's trying to get fired. <laughs> But you were Miko Hardman saved the day for everybody. Oh, By the way, this is players that's Barry Church has yes, Harrison, yes, David McCray, I am Newey Scruggs. Yeah, man. Yeah, so so uh Kansas City wins 27-24. Mm. Back in the AFC Championship game, uh, mm. I, I thought the Bills would win this one. I, I, I did too. I, I did. They, they, dust. they missed some opportunities now. <laughs> Diggs, kid, with the, Diggs with the drop, like him with the bad throw. Well, he got hit. Okay, yeah, he got yeah, hit. Yeah, but yeah, what, yeah. what? 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 
they had an opportunity to win that game. But he fumbled the ball and they didn't pick it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's that was true. huge. He that had, was huge. They kept dropping, dropping picks. I mean, so you know, I I, I hear both sides of it. Dan Orlovsky today is out there on, on, on ESPN. You know, <laughs> caping for Josh. They did this wrong, this wrong. Man, that's so lame. They be giving him yeah. so many excuses. They so like they didn't watch the game. But well, I, I mean, he has some quality throws. I mean, I was one throw. I think corner, not corner the end zone, right at the pylon. Oh yeah, that was. Made. I was like, man, that's a dot. Only a minute. Only him with his arm strength can make that kind of throw. He better have some quality throws, hell. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying he better have some quality throws. This one, hey, let me tell you something. Pacheco was helping the running back market. He went hard, man, man. because you you get a guy like that who you didn't expect to do that last year, and you see that once again it's not a fluke, mm-hmm. right? And you see a guy uh, like uh, Gibbs who's mm-hmm. also helping the running back market. Mm-hmm. Where you say, okay, these are the type of guys who deserve to get paid. Mm-hmm. $10 million, $11 million. When you got guys, you seen the the, uh, the angle route they ran out the backfield? Yes. Like, you have to, yeah. you got to yeah, be man. able to do stuff like yeah. that. Christian McCaffrey, Gibbs, those type of guys, you got to be able to do that. And if you can't, you got to run like Pacheco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he run like something wrong. What? He like, run. I'm talking about to be able to close a game out like that, get eight yards on first down, <laughs> right, when everybody knows you about to try to run the ball, like to be able to do that. You got to be a special type of player. So shout out, shout out to them, because I seen somebody saying something about, oh, they they can't do nothing. Oh, Jordan Love can't do nothing without a run game. Gonna tweet us. I said all the teams in the uh, in the playoffs got a run game. Got a run game. <laughs> what are we talking about? Or at they least all, they use the running back. Yeah. At least they using. I mean, which I mean, which which one? Lamar and uh, Hill and all, all the guys. Dalvin, you got Dalvin Cook got out there, had him a big yeah, time a couple, run. Yeah, yeah, a couple of runs. Uh, Cook uh, last night with Josh Allen, mm-hmm. running game. Uh, Pacheco, running mm-hmm. game. I mean, all these teams got – <laughs> uh, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> they yeah. all got running games. I don't want to hear – like, you have to be able to do both, play defense and run the ball. And I think that's when you look at the Cowboys and you say, well, <laughs> can you run the ball? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> got dice stuff. Yeah, they got dice stuff. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> I wish I had one of those. First down, run out the clock. But the thing yeah. about it is, though, like – those teams that we just talked about, they had that all season. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it went, like, we've been waiting for the Cowboys yeah. to show up in the run game and make sure you can stop the run on defense and then say, okay, we're going to limp into the playoffs because we had two good games or decent games where we stopped the run. Them teams been doing that all year. So that's your hopium right there. There's the hopium you had. Hope we can run the ball. I hope we go. Oh, man, we're going to unveil this running game. I hope. Man, <laughs> it never phrase, happened. Phrases used. We like our guys. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, we yeah. heard that. Okay. Do they like each other? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah, yeah. No, no we got to open that we one got, up. Yeah. We got a long off season, though. <laughs> what they say? He ain't it, huh? Man. man. People's brothers. Man, mamas, brothers, <laughs> aunties, uncles. That's Good real, right? Because you know it's coming from... I ain't say it's coming specifically from the player, but, you know, they voice some expressions that if their parents or the brothers or siblings got enough, you know, to be like, I'm going to go online with this. It's coming from somewhere. It ain't just, you know what, I'm going to say this because this is how I feel as the brother or the mom. Oh, it's pillow it's talk. coming from somewhere. It's just, yeah. it's just from a family member, so you can't really call it pillow talk. It's pillow talk. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Is. You go back in the crib and you think you're having a drink and you're just shooting it. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden it come out. Yeah, he said this. I'm like, bro, I, was, bro, I didn't mean it like that. Exactly. <laughs> this wasn't for public consumption. This wasn't consumption. for public consumption because no. you mad. How old these people are on Twitter? That's what I'm saying. Man, I'm telling you. I'm, listen, you old school folks, man, hey. Sometimes, because the, the young folks struggle with it, so I already know once the old folks get to it, they they, they gonna really struggle with Boy, being able to hold it. Huh? Because this is why. 
This is why. This is why. So, 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 Lil Heck, Lil Heck just went on his on Junior Day to yes. University of Texas. Congratulations! Right? All right. So, so this is what happens. All right. He start getting into Twitter beef, or some somebody oh start God. talking talking about him an adult. And then here you go. You know what I'm saying? Pops. Here you go. Hey, what I'm you say? It happens. That's my son. No, no. Yeah. Hey, you talk about anything but my son. I've seen it many times, bro. We are, we are media trained. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you mess with me and mine. That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to retweet it. <laughs> hey, hey, you know my thug thumb's ready. Thug thumb's ready. What you say, cuz? Oh, I know. I know. He's going to be on, on Playing Lounge and everything. Oh, talking what? about y'all saw what I you saw how I lit him up. Seen this? What's interesting and Look at the platforms, cause uh, CD Lamb's mom used Facebook. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's how you know. That's <laughs> how you know. Oh, the book. Big difference. Uh, stuff was on X. Big difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my space She on Facebook going crazy. Ain't she? So what, what was the beef about? She was just like just upset. I was saying that Dak trash. Oh man, get rid of him. Uh, that's that's what I read. Uh, I, I haven't. Has anybody confirmed that that was really his mama? Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, okay. Allegedly. I, I thought it was confirmed. Oh, so it's I, don't even, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say allegedly. The morning news put it out there. <laughs> they, they put they, they gathering it all together, putting pushing stories out there. So, uh, you know, my <laughs> man, Tad, Tad Prescott responding out there and um, to, oh, to the Dak stuff. So uh, Micah's, Micah's coming back saying, I, my brother didn't speak for me. I just... <sighs> Yeah, man. How, how many yards CD had this? And yards and catches did CD have this year? How about this? The man, <laughs> the man was one vote away from unanimous All Pro, and that's not good enough. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's it, you know, man, it's 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 wild. Man. It's got to be a PR nightmare to have a situation like this. But then at the same time, here we go hijacking the news as yeah. you know, teams are playing divisional rounds, but for all the wrong reasons, man. I, I hate it. I personally hated to see it, and, and look. I, being from a, a, an NFL family, I thank God that there was no social media mm. around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for my my uncles playing or, or coaching as well, it's tough, man. Because nobody loves his brother more than Terrence does. Mm-hmm. He he lives bleeds with his brother. So when there's that disappointment that's there, I know his words are for the disappointment in hearing people come out to his his brother on Twitter and in, in that space. So. Look, it's a knee-jerk reaction, but the truth is, man, we're all hurting in that sense from a fan base, and we can't separate him from his blood and what he's saying, but it just looks horrible to everybody else on the outside. You know, I will say this to to bring it back to the football realm is – you know, when are, you know, these star players that we consider stars and, you know, the upper echelon out of Cowboys, when are they going to be able to take that next step into the playoffs and, and lead the team? Because when we look at it, other teams, Mahomes, he steps up for, for Kansas City. Even Josh Allen, in some regards, stepped up for Buffalo to win those playoff games. Look at what Jared Goff's able to do out there. Those stars perform in big-time games. When's the last time, you know, we've seen the star-studded Cowboys perform in a big-time playoff game? I'll, I'll give you, you know, last year with Tampa Bay, them boys went off. They balled out. But that was against, you know. I was about to say, yeah, you know, make sure you know that was. A little yeah. caveat. That was an ailing Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's what I'm saying. When is this team going to, you know, the stars going to play like they do in the regular season? And we, we come back to this word pressure. You know, we come back to the word pressure. And I understand, you know, we don't, always, you know, we don't like to hear that word, but – there has to be some type of pressure on these players when they get to these big time moments because they pale in comparison to what they're able to do in a regular season. True. Can, 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 now that the season's over, can we just go ahead and say this, like, and, and be real about it? Can we be real about this? This, this fact here. 
the competition that we beat up on in the playoff. I mean, in the regular season. Because <laughs> you, you just said when we, we don't show facts. up in the big-time games. That's right. That's right. The big-time games that we played this season, okay, the Seattle Seahawks, the defense did not show up. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott showed up. Yeah. But you look at Buffalo, no. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, no. Detroit let us off the hook. We put up 20, what, 21? 21 or 22. (laughs) They let us off the hook, went for two, three times. So when you're looking at Miami, went up there, didn't play well. Like, when you look at the big-time competition, the playoff-caliber teams that we played against, we didn't didn't play well. So I think now when you look back and you say, I think it's fair when people were giving that assessment of, hey, man, when the Cowboys play against – upper echelon teams, it just don't look the same as it looks when we were talking about historically great defense or all of a sudden the light, the flipping switch and Dak Prescott and them look different. Yeah, they look different. Not against not against the ones that have been playing uh, since uh, week 18. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it hasn't been the case. So to me, for me to feel comfortable going into the season now that Mike McCarthy's coming back and we got the whole season, I got to see us be we – we play a first-place schedule next season. <sighs> When you play against those teams, yeah. you have to perform. And that's the only way that I'm going to be able to sit through the whole the whole season and be like, I think we got a shot. Because other than that, 12-5, I don't care it what don't it is. It, it doesn't matter. Hey, I got news for you. I got news for you. We're going to finish 12-5. <laughs> 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 let, let me go ahead and tell you right now. Let me get you ready. Let me get you know. New, everybody, get ready. We're going to be 12-5 next year. We're going to kill the regular season. We're going to run through the regular season. We're going to beat some teams everybody may say, oh, man. Y'all supposed to lose to those guys. But it's not about that anymore. Nobody cares about that. What do you do when you get to the playoffs? And I, I'm watching the, this. You guys have been watching the playoff games, and all I'm seeing are teams competing. That's it. Green Bay didn't, didn't bring me any resolve to see them lose, but I just love the way that they competed. You know, in, in a game where I think everybody, even the pundits, were saying that they're going to get ran out the building, and they didn't because they went out there and they competed. They did. Texans, they first, yes. first set, you said you looking at the game, you said, okay, offense didn't show up, defense showed up, special, special teams, teams showed up, yeah, right? Teams. And you watching the game, of course, like like as we expected, once Lamar and them started getting hot and figuring it out, figuring it out. Totally. But that team, who was literally who we thought was playing with house money, new head coach, outtake Dell, rookie quarterback, right? You, you like you didn't expect that to be the case when they went up to Baltimore and they went up there and they looked totally different. I think we are the one us in uh, Cleveland. It was 10 10 at the half. Yeah. It was 10 10 at the half in Baltimore. Then, then Lamar said he, he pulled c- away. cut some folks out at halftime and it was 24 to nothing. It is. Yeah, I mean. They, they, they were playing, That's but us in Cleveland didn't show up. <laughs> That's yeah. what it takes. We cut some folks out of halftime. <laughs> <laughs> At least somebody did it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. That's true. MVP Lamar, though. Yeah. Hey. Four touchdowns. Two on the ground, two in the air. Quarterback. <laughs> that, that boy good. Yeah, that boy <laughs> real good. That boy good. He, he, he showed up. He the MVP, man. Shout out to him, man. Because he looked well. That's going to be – it's a, some good football games going on this week. And I'm telling you this. I'm not picking the Detroit Lions, but I sure hope they win. Yeah. I sure hope they win. Story, yeah. Like, I'm going to continue. I got a guy that's coaching. He's a linebacker coach, Kelvin Shepard, on the roster. And we've been talking about Dan Campbell and how these dudes play for Dan Campbell. That's right. And he has a coaching staff full of former players. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a reason why it translates to what they – from what they were – to what they are now because the belief that the players have in the coaches because they've been there and they've done it before and you just get to watch it and see it and it, and it looks different. Yeah. Can I ask y'all, y'all, y'all a question real quick? Do y'all think it's more important 
for the head coach to be able to relate to these players and to get the players to believe in them or having a guy that's like a Shannon hand where his, his system is what it is and it, it's successful because it's a, it's a productive system. But you think, you know, getting over the hump wise, is it the coach that can relate to the players, not necessarily calling offense or calling defense, but motivating men out there. Do you think that's more important quality of a head coach or the X's and O's that come with it? I, I'm just going to say this. I, I'm just talking about Detroit. Um, Man, they they came out of that tunnel looking like they were they were not going to be denied, and the way that they reacted and responded. I mean, it was a back and forth game, but they responded. They competed, and I can only put that to their coach, who everybody like. Some people thinks he's a weird guy, you mm-hmm. know, but man, nobody gets the attention of their team like Campbell does. And they and they play for them. So I don't like the X's and O's. If your scheme, put you first, you got to put them in a position to be successful anyway as a coach. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they go out and they competed the way that they did, it speaks volumes about what you just said about the coaching staff and the way that they they go out and compete for. Them. I, I think it's I think it's the Dan Campbell type of coach. It's the, yeah. the, the who do they respond to, right? Because I think that lends to accountability. Right, because now when I think if you and I don't know this to be true, but if you're on the Detroit Lions and you miss a tackle, somebody's holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either mm-hmm. a coach or a player is holding you accountable, but not knocking you down, but saying, "Hey, man, hey, let's pick this up. If we want to go where we need to go, then you need to make sure that you're on your p's and yeah. q's. Oh, you out of your gap? Nah, dog, we not we not having that. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right, come over here. Let's make sure that we own our stuff. And if we lose the game, we going in and we watching film as a team, like that type of stuff, that accountability, right. because. Dan Campbell has 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 made sure he communicated that all the speeches that you see in on hard knocks and all mm-hmm. that stuff, you can tell that that is how the team operates. And I think that is what makes a great team. Even talking to D. Ware about what they had in Denver, That's he's true. like, because we were a team and we held each other accountable. That's true. People held me accountable. I held Vaughn accountable. Like they held each other accountable. And I think that is the mark of a of a great team. And you see it in Detroit. Yeah. Staying on what you're saying about holding people accountable in the room, I think as a coach, you can do it several different ways. Chuck Noll wasn't sitting around yelling at anybody. Nope. Tom Landry wasn't yelling at anybody. Tony Dungy neither. But they all held everybody accountable. You know, those those men give you that stare. You see about John Shula with the stare. Mm-hmm. Jimmy did it in a way more like Dan Campbell, and it works. Um, Dan obviously was under Sean Payton and Bill Parcells. They did it a certain way. But all of those coaches held you accountable. And then the type of clubs they had, the men in the room held each other accountable. And – when I think about the Cowboys right now, who's holding each other accountable in this room? And when you all saw the videos that Emmett and Michael Irvin put out mm-hmm. there, and to me the underlining thing was these they, they were saying too many of you guys wearing the star are acting like you've done something or you've put up a banner and you have not. And it's embarrassing. That's facts. For, I think it's embarrassing for the former player. When you talk to him off camera and you just get, you know, unfiltered. And the it's real. Not, right, yeah. right. They'll tell you right now. They look at these like, these guys, these dudes. Well, yeah, and then you go into the weekend and you see <laughs> the foolishness on social media, be it your family or not. Yeah. I'm, I'm still calling smoke where smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Somebody said something somewhere, but that is still an issue to where when you're talking about those type of guys and they look at it and they say, oh, man, not my Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Not my Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, you see that from Philly. Believe it or not, as messy as that thing ended. So um, Mike McCarthy says he will not take responsibility for anything in the last 20 years. Let's recap Mike's press conference as he's coming back to the Cowboys. Mike. Right here on the Players' Lounge with Barry Church, Heckman Harris, and Danny McCrabb. Ah. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com. 
It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboys yeah, your 2023 Cowboys fan of the year. Now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL fan of the year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote on NFL.com slash fan of the year. Thank you, Heckman Harrison. Barry Church is here. Danny McCray is here. New East Crooks. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. So Mike McCarthy held a press conference on Thursday. And the Cowboys announced, well, Jerry put out a statement the night before saying McCarthy's coming back. They believe in McCarthy. One year left on the deal. Mike sits up there and was asked at the press conference about things. And one of the things that stood out to me is when he said he will not take responsibility for the last mm. 20 years. What did they ask him? Do we know? I can't, I can't remember okay. the exact question. But they asked I him. I want to know why, like, why he was saying yeah, yeah. Why should people believe in you? Okay. And, and, you know, he talked about how we have a championship program, just have resulted in a world championship, but, you know, he, and he believes in himself, all that. Not but the to NFC me, time. He, by the time Shaquille O'Neal said, I went on every level except college and pro. <laughs> My dog didn't say that. Goodness. But, oh, but man. Yes, championship program. And, and, and I, what I, you know, in my mind, oh, my I just simply said to myself, the very reason why you were brought to the Cowboys was because the last coach couldn't get this team past the divisional round. Mm-hmm. And the coach before that couldn't get the team past the divisional round. And the coach before that. So what did you do when you talked to Jerry? I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I've won a Super Bowl in your building. Mm. So you are, you used everything to get the job. Now you want to go back away from it at the end. Nah, dude. For four years you've been here. 
three times you've been in the playoffs. And the two home games you've had, you've looked embarrassingly bad like the team wasn't ready to go. You now are a part of the last 20 years. Don't yeah. sit up here and back away from the table because all I know is we watched a dude who used to play here, Dan Campbell, get hired a year after you, and he's gone further and taken Detroit mm. places, and he had the whole thing on his shoulders, too, about all the things in the past that were Those two crowds at Ford Field, them folks was out there for the last day, man. It's been bad for 30 years. They were there for that, yes, and they brought they brought the energy. They did their part, and his team did his. And Mike wants to sit and talk about, don't, don't look at me for the last thing. <laughs> you know what, man? I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, in my head, that's what I would have been thinking. I wouldn't have said it out loud. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Some I wouldn't, things yeah. you process and you, you don't process. let out. That like, wasn't me, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hold on, hold on. I, I don't know them guys. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> here. Like I'm not. Of course, I'm not taking responsibility for it. But oh, I, but I understand man. the fan base, and I understand like how I need to speak to the fan base. Where I'm not, I'm not putting myself out there to say that. Uh, we, I understand, Mike. You, you wasn't here. But also, if you don't get it done, you gonna be a part. <laughs> Like Nui said, of the last mm. few regimes that wasn't mm. able to get them over the hump. Mm-hmm. I like you, Big Mike, man. I thought you was cooking this year, especially against the bad the bad opponents. You was cooking. Lamb. Okay, so but yeah. now Big Mike got another year where we ain't gonna hear they, they figuring out the offense. Uh, you know, it just wasn't clicking, and we learned each other all that stuff. You know, now we don't have that, and it's the last year to deal. Jason Garrett was the, last, the whole same situation. That's so it. I guess we, we'll figure it out. Two mm-hmm. times Jason had to coach the last year's contract. This reminds me of that meme when they say you, you, when you lie on your resume. This is it. I mean, first of all, the whole press conference was cringe. It was cringe. And the cringy part about it was it took him, you know, that long to have the press conference because there were so many questions about whether he was coming back at all. You have to make an announcement to say, oh, he's coming back. But now you're coming back without an extension. So where's the where, – you know, how do you how do you maneuver around a guy that is you know coach pro tem you know mm-hmm. you you this you're only going to be here for a limited amount of time uh, unless you unless you strike gold I, I think that there was nothing that Mike could have said that would have been positive that anybody would have took he just gave them more one liners to take and say wow he actually said that the truth is. I commend Mike for standing up there and taking those questions because they question his character. They question his his championship pedigree and everything that he's done in the past. But the truth is, Cowboy fans, nobody cares about that. Mm. Nobody cares. And like you said, Nui, he was brought here to get this team over the hump. And of yet, he hasn't been able to do that. He hasn't been. And not only was he not able to do that, this year's team just looked like they were not even interested in the most pivotal moments. And so, look, I, I don't know where Mike can go right at this point other than just completely selling out, you know, to, to make this year be his his best year. Uh, and especially it's all going to count for him when he gets into the playoffs because, look, this team was one of the healthiest teams in the league going into the playoffs. They had every reason to be able to compete. And as we know, no year is the same. And mm-hmm. so next year, you may have those injuries. You may have a, a litany of things that you have to deal with that makes the, that be a slide. And we know we'll be sitting here all year talking about, is this it? Every game, is this it? Mm-hmm. You know, and, He did and, that to himself. No, he did. You got no contract extension. You had two home games. Yep. Everything, everything he wanted was right there. Same for the quarterback and the, and all pro linebacker. Everybody, everybody. What Detroit did was what you were able to do. Set up for you to do the same thing. What you do? Pee down your leg again at home. Again at the again, crib. again. And then you gonna stand up there. No, no. We looking at you. Yeah. 
That's why you're here. Okay? I'm I'm one of the dudes who like, hey, man, get Jason Garrett up out of here. Can't get it done. Well, dude, you ain't done anything more than Jason. That's facts. Oh, he about to start getting his AG treatment? Damn yeah, right. Give it to him. Oh, give it to him, man. Give it to him, man. Because Jason, all right, Jason Paul. was a first-time guy. <laughs> he came here telling us about, hey, man, this is what I do. I got a championship program. Dude, he said he had a championship program. He did. he did say that. He did say that. He had one, like back in, 14 in, in Green Bay. He taking it. Nah, he was taking responsibility for, hey, for that. Waving, okay, waving, he left them a, with that championship program. championship banners around here now. We he, run the East shirt. <laughs> he was thinking it. He wasn't supposed to say it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand what he means, but I'm just not saying it out loud. Hey, Super Bowl coach coming here. Guy who's won one in the state. I bought into it. Hook, line, and sinker. Oh, we! Are, I remember you were full yeah. of Kool Aid. Brought it in. Yeah. Brought, remember, I brought, brought, the, brought the Hawaii you had punch, the blue Kool Aid. Mix it up and ain't that? Yeah. Oh, I know. Yes, yes. You oh, you and Barry. And so Barry. now I was the minute we get a cup of that. So now when you talk about no, no extension, yeah. that's his fault. One hundred percent. I have no sympathy for Mike on this. When you go hire somebody out, hey man, I got a one year deal. Okay. All right, but shake some ass. Better get out here and do something. <laughs> shake some ass. Get some, oh, some ass. Wait a minute. You <laughs> hands. Whoa. Hands. You said hands? You said hands. He said hands. Yes. He said hands. Oh, it's out of here. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I, I actually did. But, oh, but bottom line. No, you said line, hands. Man, <laughs> this, this is a problem. No, it is. It and, is. And people it are is. getting tired of it, man. Yeah. They're yeah, tired of it. They don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> and, and if I'm Mike, this needs right. to be rolling downhill to the players. Go up in the locker room. Hey, man, make some tackles. Yeah. Hey, catch the ball. Block somebody. Do something. Because we're seeing other people do it. To watch the Lions, to watch the Buccaneers, to watch Houston, to watch these other teams. And if you're a Cowboy fan, you should be upset. Like, really? Heckman, you talked about your son going down to Texas and how awesome the facilities were. And you talked about out here. The facilities are awesome. You talk to players who come from other teams like, man, this is all great. Everything these guys want to compete and win is here. And it's not getting done. And, you know, the fans should be upset. They should be mad. And when I hear that stuff from McCarthy, I, sp- I told you, man, I spit that run covering the Texas Rangers. Bruce Bochy is sitting right there talking about I got a championship program. He didn't have to. You know what? He went out there, did his job, got it picked up his fourth ring. It is such a big difference from what I'm hearing over there and what I'm seeing around here. That's true. It- it's-, it's just ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous, and it has to change at some point in time, man. And it starts with the head coach. It definitely starts with the head coach, and it comes down to something we all talked about earlier in the segment one was accountability. I mean, you look at it outside of Dak Prescott, because I believe Dak Prescott, when he gets on that podium, he says, hey, it's on me. You know, I I didn't play well enough to get us. He's the only one of these players that's taking accountability. When you look on the defensive side of the football, as great as Michael Parsons is, what does he do when he gets online? Man, they're holding me. How would y'all expect me to do? I'm getting double team, triple team. There's no accountability on this team. And when you talk about Mike McCarthy, he doubled down this year. He went out there and said, you know, I'm going to get rid of Keller Moore because I'm calling the plays out here. I'm going to be able to get us over the hump and get us to that championship level. And when you get into the biggest of moments, you're not able to do that. So he has no one to blame but himself in this situation. And I believe you're right when you talk about he's got to go down to that player's locker room. He's got to get in that locker room, in the mix, and understand and get a heartbeat of this football team. You know, where, where, where are we lacking at right now? Why is no one taking accountability outside of our quarterback? There's got to be some things that are changing this, in this situation because he's on a one-year rental right now. I mean, if we're keeping it a beam, he's on a one. If he don't get it done this year, he's 99% probably going to be gone. So he is on a one-year rental right now, and he's got to change his locker room. He's got to change his team overall.
Is this is this a situation where you like you start to say, well, we I know Jason Gary just said the right kind of guy. Okay. You need a few of the right kind of guys, those hold you accountable type yeah. of guys who who not only hold you accountable, but then they their their level of play is there. So they then they 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 have the legitimacy to say, hey man, play like me. And if you're not, <clears throat> then just get on up out of here and we'll fit we'll figure out how to get this thing done without you, right? Come here and do the right thing. Study the right way. Get out there. Discipline penalties again. Make sure that you're being held accountable when you're having these pre-snap penalties. Like, you have to have a group of players that are like that. Because it looks like, you know, because we do have D-Law, and then you got uh, Dak Prescott. But outside of that, when I'm talking about, like, leaders that speak up, how many do we have on the roster? Got a Tyron Smith's not that type of guy. No, he lied. That jumping outside right there on the opening drive. Yeah, and I'm at these games. I'm at these games. You know, doing my post thing, post game thing, right next to the locker room. When you sit there, there's he's one of the first people. He's actually the first person out of the locker room after each and every game. Like when they lost in a playoff game, mm-hmm. there was no. I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna talk to the media, and, and there was none of that. He got dressed and was gone. And I'm talking about Parsons right now. I mean, the best player on this team. There's just no, there's just no accountability to it. There's no like, man, what what can we do to get better? These guys are in the locker room and they're gone. Yeah. There's no just you know, man, as a team, like how do we get better? How do? We, there's none of that. It's, that's, I did my job. I'm gone. Barry, that's the most disappointing thing to hear. You know, that's a, this, the most disappointing thing about all of that is to hear that. And when you talk about leadership and guys holding other guys accountable, because that's the only way you build that championship culture. Mm-hmm. It can't just come from the coach. At a certain point of the season, it's got the players got to be the one delegating to each other. You know, that's what, if any good coach loves that. You know, I've interviewed enough coaches to say. Man, my my players are the ones that are leading practice. We don't even have to be out there because they're taking care of because they're holding each other accountable. But you can't hold guys accountable when you're the main one giving that 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 culture of excuse giving. Yeah. You can't be the guy that's out there saying, "Hey, do it my way." When you're the guy that's jumping off sides. So I, I I agree with what you're saying. You have to bring in those kinds of athletes or those kind of guys that have been there, done that, but have a strong record of being a leader. And I think that's what Stephon Gilmore, to me, that's what he was brought in to do, to be that, because he's a guy with the skins on the wall that can say, I've been here, done that, and follow me and do it my way. But all of that gets drowned out, especially after an embarrassing loss like that. And you're talking about a guy leaving the locker room, not you know standing in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. That just makes it even more embarrassing after the fact. Who is it? Who Mike is it? Didn't talk. Tank didn't either. They no, they, they they be out quick. What is you, it? Uh, yeah. Is it Burt here and Campbell? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm love. Re- just sit down and let them watch. Remember the Titans, and you want to talk about accountability. That, like that's the type of stuff yeah. that I'm talking about. Attitude I know. I know that's just a movie, but I'm, it do. I, but I'm just saying though. But that that's a group of guys. Movie, I know. But a group of guys who hold each other accountable <laughs> as a team. To where sometimes you see the coaches sit back and be like, "Nah, let them go ahead. Yeah. You, let you them go ahead and figure it out." And I may sound kind of old school with this, but you was in those locker rooms as well. When you take a tough loss, people are getting cussed out. Teammates are yelling at each other. Something's going on. You might have to break some stuff up. Why weren't you doing this? Why weren't you? Man, when, after these L's, I see the Cowboys. The locker room's as quiet as a mouse. People just getting ready and getting up out of there. There's Jay- no. Jalen <sighs> Smith. Jalen Smith. I remember the time, and, and, and you guys may forget it, but there was an NBC Sunday night game that got flexed. The first time ever, a Cowboy game, it got flexed by NBC since they started. And they asked Jalen Smith, you know, feeling about this in kind of ways? Like, Nah, man. Owner ain't tripping. So I, ain't I remember tripping. that, yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. So now now you comfortable kicking off at noon. 
We used to have some, he had some uh, condom commercials and uh, <laughs> the lifestyle. <laughs> Man was we paid five hundred thousand to get his buy yep. all his jerseys up. Man. He comfortable. He all right. And and that's that there's no even yeah, yeah, lifestyle commercials. Oh God. <laughs> We're going to take a break right now. Yeah, man. Come on. Play rounds. Owner ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at GetJackBlack dot com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. The 99th annual East-West Shrine Bowl will feature 130 of the nation's top NFL draft prospects on Thursday, February the 1st at the Star in Frisco. Tickets are as low as $20, are available at ShrineBowl.com. Proceeds benefit Shriners Children's. All right, Steve Sarkeesian and uh, Steve Smith Sr., by the way, have uh, been selected to the okay. East-West Shrine Bowl Hall of Fame, and they will both be inducted on February 1st, so they will uh, they'll be here. So okay, um, shout out. Yeah, man, make sure you uh, get out there, check it out. Game will be here at the uh, Ford Center. All right, Danny McCray, Heckman Harrison, Barry Church on New East Coast. Plays launch brought to you by Tostitos. So the Final Four is set. It will be the Kansas City Chiefs going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Ravens a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and the 49ers are a touchdown favorite over the Detroit Lions mm. in the NFC Championship game. Super Bowl will be in Las Vegas. Okay. Hey. So what are we picking today, then? Um, 
We might as well since yeah, we don't so have we, a show we, the rest of the week. So let's go thanks ahead. Thanks to the Cowboys. And, uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so, uh, thanks. Uh, Hope yeah, those rims man. come in. You know, like 20, 28 <laughs> years and counting, guys. We're supposed, we supposed to be beating up on the Lions. Uh, on yeah. Some, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Supposed to be the rematch, Craig. This is the rematch. Nah. nah. They, they let us off the hoop the first time. <laughs> I ain't awesome on that. All right. So uh, give, me, uh, give me Baltimore. Be more. Hey, Baltimore. Lamar will go quarterbacky and give me a 24 to 21 Ravens victory. Yeah, this is this be more's year. Uh, give me Baltimore in Baltimore. Give him, give me 31, 31 17. Ooh, nah. yeah, I think it's gonna be one of those. Whoop. It's gonna be one of those. Yeah. Yeah, based off of what I saw, man, I, I'm gonna go with Baltimore as well. I think Baltimore will pull this one out. I'm going 35 28. It's gonna be a close okay. game. 28-24, Baltimore Ravens. I think they they, they they give this Kansas City defense everything. <laughs> Running game, quarterback. Likely look really good out there, man. You're going to have him and Andrews. Mm. <laughs> that that defense, nasty. <laughs> that defense, defense looks good. Number f- that, uh, Hamilton, the safety. He cold. Yeah. Oh, man. He cold. And, and you need one of those. Everybody need one of those. And they played without Humphrey uh, last week. Yeah. Still was out there. Yeah. So we've got uh, Detroit Detail. at San Francisco, and the 49ers are a seven point favorite. They did escape from the Packers. Once again, a field goal kicker can't do his job, and it cost the team. I hate it for our guy, Rich Pisacci, who's mm-hmm. special teams coordinator for Green Bay. Give me the 49ers to win this one, and I think it will be a close football game, but give me the Niners to win. 30 to 26. Mm, yeah. Give me the Niners as well. They can run the football. Um, I think they'll be able to run it on Detroit. So give me the Niners 28, Detroit 21. Hey, this is probably one of the hardest because because of everything that we just said about Dan Campbell. That's why this is so hard to judge this game, especially and also the way that Green Bay uh competed. But I Man, I'm, I got to go with the 49ers on this one. Mm-hmm. I think 49ers will be able to shut that running game down. Green Bay has some success that I didn't think they was going to have in the mm-hmm. running game. Yeah, I'm going uh, Detroit. Get score, which one? Oh. Ah, man. I got to pick it, right? Um, let's go with something close. Let's go 24-21. So, I'll be, I, I'm going to stand on this island on my own, okay? Uh-oh. I'm going to go Detroit Lions. Debo Samuel's 50-50, according to Shanahan, yes. on if he's going to play or not. And we see what they look like without Debo Samuel yeah, in the game. That's true. Brock Purdy looked a little average the best <laughs> in that game. He did. He did. And this running game for Detroit, I think, is going to give San Francisco all the problems that they want with Gibbs and, uh, and Montgomery. So I'm going Detroit Lions, 31-21. Ooh, Ten points. Wow. Detroit. Hey, look, man. I, 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 if if Dan Campbell is there and Aaron Glenn and Brad Holmes and Jared Goff, good for them. I, I would. I'll stand up and clap for them. It'd be a great thing for their city and their team. And Jared Goff is from the Bay Area, so if he can go back on home and, and and win in front of his family and friends. Man, hey man, you know, <laughs> Laporta healthy. I'm just, I'm yeah. looking at their squad. Yeah. They, like squad. they have no reason not to go up there and put up some numbers on on San Do Francisco. You know <laughs> a Detroit and Baltimore Super Bowl. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> the whole city will smell like Old Bay. <laughs> 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 they smell like Old Bay, boy. 
Hey, that crab cooking up crab. Hey. If, you're, if you're a rapper, you make sure you hosting a concert gotcha. out there. Yeah. Sold out. <laughs> Sold out. Sold out. You make sure what? you get booked and busy out there. They're going to be lit for us. Man. I'm That's telling you. They're going to be lit off the chain. Throwing stuff on the stage. They're going to be No, lit you know what they're throwing on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you a new y'all out here reckless. Hey. Man. No. No. Number miles going around. Hey, you the miles. <laughs> Lighters sold out all across the city. <laughs> Guys on the outside just two, two, two. Man, this is wild. <laughs> Cartier's nope. Gators and Miles. Hennessy man. crown <laughs> off the shelves. Ain't none left in the All Remy Ma, all that. All, that all the black and miles gone. The wine. The wine and black and wine. They're gonna be incredible hosts all day. Everything gone, baby. Everything gone. What you sipping on? That's a that oak. It's gonna be fights in the street. Oh, what? <laughs> I, it, it's gonna be like it was, man, back in the day when the Tyson's fight, Tyson's fights were there, man. You boy. go to those hotels, boy. Man, mm. off the chain. I mean, people walk <laughs> straight like... up. Hey, man, can I get your credential? <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm wearing it. My brother, man. What? The craps tables? <laughs> the craps tables is about to be at. All the sayings and the what? jokes. <laughs> nobody moved but me. But me. Nobody, yeah. nobody touched nobody the money. Nobody moved but me. It was, it was, when the Tyson fight came in, the Vegas Hotel, it was different. Yeah. It was different. What? A lot different. Man. How many gold chains and diamonds you got? Let me get a lot on. different than the, than the De La Hoya crowd. The, 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 the De La Hoya Chavez fights were a whole lot different. Hey, the Tyson we fight all know came in. We all know what's coming. Those two cities converge on Las Vegas. Get. Ready, man. And Cowboy fan will just be watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be watching mm-hmm. it. Watch it. Hurt again. Somebody Wait. get on a heater on them on craps tables. Everybody gonna be on they one table. The, <laughs> the referees that missed the game. Everybody, <laughs> they leaving. He hot. <laughs> All right, so twenty, he twenty. We'll we'll convene oh, next Monday right here on the Players yes, Lounge, indeed. and we'll we'll dissect some more of the championship program and what you do going forward here. Uh, clearly, clearly. We'll dive into the defensive line. Oh, nah. guys, it's a and, must. And how, and how that that has to be fixed. That has to is be he, fixed. Is he that, on tacos level right now? Is he? Is he? Mazi on tacos? You little? know, I'll say this. Ridgeway here. If I, if I, <laughs> yeah, we got rid of Ridgeway. <laughs> if I'm Will McClay, please don't draft another player who played for Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, that ain't that's good. It. That's that. They, they should it. tap out on that. Ooh, hey. no, tap come. out on that. No white tees. No white tees. That's hardcore. Tap out on that. Tap out on that. Try to play DB out here or something. All right. Uh, Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Everybody stay warm out there. Stay dry. Keep your chin up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This one will come up tomorrow. Knew he hollered the torch. We're in the lab, baby. (laughs) Goodbye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!